Okay, so we are, like, talking, we're being heard. We're being seen for who we are. <laughs> we're being loved and appreciated. We're being adored, we're being hugged. Okay. <clears throat> Love thyself, know thyself. I could have been a killer athlete. No, beauty's only skin deep. It's 2018, know that. How much are you affected by a person's physical appearance? Deeply. I'm hard, I'm soft, I'm wet, I'm dry. We are in a state I'm... of emergency. <laughs> Use me up, buttercup. <laughs> she poops, she poops, y'all. <laughs> Okay, Jesus died, and that's the whole point. Good afternoon. This is your Samantha James. And I'm Pumbaa's body double, Garrett Schlichty, and welcome to another episode of... <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, I just had like two subs today, and that's not a joke. So that's what I'm feeling. But I love <clears> myself, <throat> and we're fine. Love thyself, know thyself. Oh, welcome back to another episode. Um, so welcome back to episode four. Um, we do, in fact, surprise have more questions for ourselves. <laughs> Five more coming right um, at us. So let's just jump into it. So Garrett. If at birth you could select the profession your child would eventually pursue, would you do so? Okay. I think <laughs> yes and no. Do you know what I mean? 100%. <laughs> because if you could select it and then nurture that in them, uh-huh. like the first thing that I think of is Serena Williams. Oh do you know God. what I mean? Yeah, right. Who like her dad was like, you're going to be a tennis player. And, like, she's playing at the U.S. Open now. She is crushing it. I watched mm-hmm. all of Jonathan Vanessa's coverage of it on his Instagram story. It was stunning. He cried. I cried. There's a lot of white wine shared by all. Mm-hmm. But she also, like, loves tennis and is incredible at it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm like, also, what if she What if didn't, she hated tennis? What if she hated tennis? Do you ever think she did? Probably. Yeah. Let's see if we can get her as a guest sometime. <laughs> Serena, if you're listening, call in. Do you hate tennis? <laughs> um, I think I agree with you. Yes and no. Um, mostly because I, I would love to just breed a professional, like, I would love symphony to orchestra cellist. Like, yeah. That would just be so fun. But also, I know the music theory that goes behind it. Like, I know every reason why I didn't want to pursue. Right. <laughs> playing the clarinet professionally mostly <laughs> because I didn't want to be a doof um, no offense to all the professional clarinet players out there yeah no offense but at you're all but no just me like big <laughs> big doof big 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 small little clarinet uh, I think I would want to I don't know I, I think I would want to but that's super selfish because what if they hate it right I feel like no I feel like if this was gonna happen to me like, my grandfather was an attorney. My dad is an attorney. I feel like my father would have, like, raised me to be an attorney because, like, we would have stayed in the family's imagine. business. I mean, first of all, I would be an incredible lawyer. Like, I, again, would just, like, become Elle Woods. Like, Legally I don't know, like... Blonde. Isn't it the first cardinal rule of hair care that, like, ammonium thyglocalate is all I'm saying? I know the speech. <sighs> I would say no. I would, I would let <laughs> my child... I would want to help my child be whatever they want it to be. I wouldn't want to turn my child into what I want to be, what I want them to be. Be what you want to be. 
Follow your dreams. All right, fine. <clears throat> so good luck. <laughs> so good luck. Uh, all right, question 17. Would you be willing to become extremely ugly no. physically if it meant you would live for 1,000 years at any physical age you chose? No. And this also, this ties back to the last episode. It has nothing to do with becoming extremely ugly because, like, also... It has everything. Gregory, stop. What does that mean? You know what I'm saying? Um, Beauty's only skin deep. It's 2018. Know that. Um, but also, I don't want to live for a thousand years at any physical age. Do you know what I want? I want to go when I gotta go. I'm curious, though, what your personality would be like. I know. Yeah, I do want to go when I want to go, but I'm like, the 1% that I'm like, okay, fine, uh, let's not die. Let's just see Can you do a thousand years. A thousand? Again, like, I, it's been hard enough to get through the first half of 2018, like, I'm not trying to stick around for a thousand to see what happens. There's so many lies. Yeah, anyway. we, I, nobody <laughs> wants that. Anyway, not doing it. Okay. Right. Part B. Mm-hmm. How much are you affected by a person's physical appearance? How would it change your life if something happened to make you much less attractive than you already are now? Do you find anything disturbing about immortality? What age seems ideal to you? These are so many questions. Okay, yeah, let's break it down. Excited. How are you affected by a person person's physical experience? Like, <clears throat> let's break it down. Mm-hmm. How much are you affected by a person's physical appearance? Deeply. Deeply. Spiritually, Moved. emotionally. Changed. Financially. Everything. Give me. I'm hard. I'm soft. I'm wet. I'm dry. I'm. I'm Give me the genius. I'm a bitch. I'm a lover. I'm a child. I'm a mother. Make it hot. Make it hot. Yeah. I. I also just, I appreciate physical beauty, but I also think it's a spectrum. You know what I mean? Yes, it is a spectrum. And I think that's where people kind of get caught up because, yeah, in our heads where I have been deeply attracted to people that look nothing alike and they wouldn't even live in the same world. Not even in the same world. They would probably look at each other in horror and be like, she's attracted to you too. Like, you know the people that I've been attracted to and you're just like, what's going on in your head? What's in your wallet? Um, So, but still, yeah, deeply. All right. Um, How would it change your life if something happened to make you much less attractive than you are right now? I would be <laughs> devastated. Yeah, what? I would be devastated. I walk such a fine balance in my own body of making sure that I understand that I am beautiful. You and are beautiful. I, you know what I mean. Like there, I walk a, such a, I, I walk such a tender tightrope. <laughs> Oh, uh, like oh, Karen is on the edge. <laughs> like we're I, we're building it up. I'm, we got you, girl. I'm on the edge at all times with like how I view myself physically. Yeah. And if something happened to make me much less attractive, <laughs> I would I would have to be watched. And I just know that I don't know what to say. There's nothing. Yeah. I I constant. I would have to be. It took me a sec. It took me a hot sec to mm-hmm. get to where I am. I think, I don't know, and maybe you would agree or disagree for all of our personal reasons. Like, I feel a little bit more locked in, mm-hmm. probably in an annoying way where it's like, you're not that cute. <laughs> like, you it, still going home alone, bitch. It, like, you're not that cute. 
It has taken me 32 years to love myself, and I've only been alive for 27 of them. Right. Like, it, it's what I'm saying. So we gotta just... Like, I think my, my, uh, my practice right now is just kind of projecting and be like, well, what's wrong with all of y'all? <laughs> which might not, which Something might be tragic. Get your eyes checked. Kind of, but I'm like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, that's mm-hmm. healthy for now, and then maybe I'll just resort back to thinking I'm not as cute, but mm-hmm. yeah, and the same, it's taken, a, it's taken a while to get here, yeah. so if we kind of became less attractive, then yeah, I would be, I'd be heartbroken. I would be heartbroken. <laughs> Great. Okay, do, it would you break find, my heart. do you find anything disturbing about immortality? Yes. Y'all don't need, we don't need to live forever. But then, what about Jesus? Okay, Jesus died, and that's the whole point. But then rose again. But he had to die. But then he had to die, you know what I mean? Yeah, so immortality's whack. For the birds. Nobody needs to be around that long. Let the the young kids come up and change the world again, you know what I mean? Count me out. Um, What age seems ideal to you? I have my age. Let's say it on three. One, oh, I can't wait. One, one two, two, three, three 45. 45. That was close. One, two. Oh, I 35. 35 just seems locked, locked, lockety locked. Like, you yeah. are not in your 20s. You are hopefully more financially stable. At yeah. 42, gravity seems to be pulling at your tightrope. <laughs> and so it My seems... My tender tightrope. Your tender tightrope. And so it seems like 35 is like... You're locked in. What do you have to lose? 40 is on the horizon. Make a decision right now. And I feel like maybe that's how I feel about 42, is, like, I'm hopefully a little more comfortable than I was at 35. And, like, also just, like, maybe means, like, I think that I need more time to get to where I want to be by the time I feel like I'll be comfortable. Like, 42 just, to me, feels like I'm not young anymore, but I am not yet old yeah. You know what I mean? We will have a cute 42 moment. Oh my I God. just feel like at 35, it's still cool and not have kids. Yeah. Like, you could still not have kids and no one's... That's true. Yeah. No one cares. Uh, yeah. I agree with that. At 42, like, if we're, you know, behaving as 35-year-olds, it's like... Grow know, up. Grow up a little bit. Yeah. That's real. Maybe I feel like I also just need to grow <laughs> up. <laughs> All right. That could be real. Oh. Okay. Question 18. So, Garrett. If you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one ability or quality, what would it be? You already know what mine would be. Then they don't. Right. If I could wake up tomorrow and have gained any one quality or ability, it would be the ability to sing powerfully and well. And that is where our friendship would end. The day that I learn how to sing, it's over for you guys. And myself. for you. Like, it is. Yeah, you would be too... You would honestly... I would hate... I would kind of probably get mad because yeah. you would, like, will your way to the top. You would sing. Um, I, would, I wouldn't stop singing. Every breath I took would be a no. Mm-hmm. I just... It is... Samantha and I have talked about this before. I just... We would have both lost our voices because I would have, like, woken her up every single day that we lived together. Like belting into her mouth just like <laughs> over her bed like defying gravity into like her lower esophagus you were so close i almost see it i just it's i i'm, I'm to be clear can't sing a note i couldn't find a it key is it it's is cute yeah it's cute <laughs> <laughs> um what would i um 
I think I would sing. Just kidding. I already can. Um, I think I would. Honestly, I secretly watch so many choreographed dance videos. Oh, I already know that. While I'm like Honey. in the bathroom uh-huh. handling things. And I'm like, they, it just seems like if I could really dance, I, I think I can do what I can. But if I had some like choreographed. I like, just, I want a flashback to seven seconds ago when you said, I watch so many videos when I'm in the bathroom handling things, and I just didn't want that to get swept away. Okay, great. Handling it. <laughs> she poops. She poops, y'all. Um, um, no, I really, you would learn how to dance, and I would learn how to sing. And I just want to be clear, I don't mean, like, a cute, like, Corinne Bailey Ray, like, Three Little Birds Sat on My Window. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, a deep guttural, like, Adina Menzel at like the height of Wicked. Do you know what I mean? Like, bef- like just like full tilt belt. Jennifer Hudson like giving you range and volume, like mm-hmm. unwavering vibrato, staccato, just belting. <laughs> that was <the>. staccato, y'all. <laughs> I know. I agree. Um, yeah. Well, it's not too late. <laughs> no, it's too late for me. I um, am a reformed cigarette smoker, and so... So is Adele. I know, but that, you know what I mean? Yeah, she's, it's really she's, bad. Yeah. It's unfair of her. Get out of here, Adele. What a bitch. Uh. <laughs> um, 19. You have the chance to meet someone with whom you can have the most satisfying love imaginable. The stuff of dreams. Sadly, this is a stuff of dreams. Sadly, you know that in six months, the person will die. Knowing the pain that would follow, would you still want to meet the person and fall in love? What if you knew your lover would not die, but would instead betray you? Uh, <laughs> I want to be very clear that if my lover betrayed me, they just should... Goodbye. Oh, goodbye, goodbye. They should hope... They that they would die. I want to think that, and I don't want to, like, by any means promote that this is the new norm, but just, and I know what I want, so I'm really playing devil's advocate here. It is, unfortunately, not that uncommon to have someone step out in a relationship or become curious, and then, Bigger than that, the idea that monogamy and marriage was yes. kind of made up or like a structural benefit to us, but wasn't by any means like set in stone. Sure. It makes the idea of betrayal, like obviously you were betraying yes. me, you're betraying a trust, like you betrayed like this idea of communication that we have. And I stand by that, but it's like, if I loved someone, I I don't think I could just... Mm. Well, and I, so, and I think that's, the question doesn't say cheated on, it says betray you, and I think oh, you true. made a great point, do you know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I, for me personally, if I'm dating someone and they hook up with someone else, I don't necessarily think that is, like, for me, the betrayal that, like, this question is entailing, like, they're... Maybe that's a separate question that'll come up. I don't think cheating is the be-all, end-all of a relationship. There are things that I would like to think now with foresight and hindsight that I could, like, work through. But, like, if someone betrayed me, 
Like, what is betrayal? Can someone just dial in or, like, text us on the side and let us know if you've ever been betrayed? What's your... Ver- yeah, like, you, but, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, like it's... What is betrayal? Like, I haven't the- seen an enactment of betrayal since Simba and Mufasa. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the only betrayal I know. Sure. You know, anything, like, on that scale. If. Anyway. That's you have the chance to meet someone <laughs> with who you can have the most satisfying love imaginable. You know they're going to die in six months. Would you still fall in love with them? No. Yeah, that, no. As much as a, of a romantic whatever person, I think, no. Absolutely not. No. I, like, I... I mean, I kiss them, I hold hands, but... No. Mm, sure. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I'm not... Sure, good luck. Like, good luck. I, I knowing how I am in breakup situations... I, there is no way that I could... Up. It's sweeter. They just died. Sure. I still couldn't do it. Like, I know how I would just... In Sex in the City 1, the movie, Carrie gets left at the altar. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it takes her half a movie to dye her hair and try and start over. You wouldn't, it would be, this is not something that a vacation to Mexico would fix for me. Yeah. And I just wonder, like, maybe if I decided to do it, like, would it benefit them? Like, with the last six months of their lives, like, would you want to be, would they want to spend it in that space? Like, do you want the idea of, like, being in, like, what do you want your last six months of your life to look like? I think I would, I would want it with something deeper than just a sensational like the stuff of dreams like shut up Gregory like yeah you didn't have to add the stuff of dreams like we got it yeah um yeah that just seems that doesn't seem helpful so either way death or betrayal I'm not excited about it me and that's that on that um okay so this question also has a part B all about part B is this episode it's the big B episode in love, is intensity or permanence more important to you? How much do you expect from someone who loves you? What would make you feel betrayed by your mate? Indifference, dishonesty, infidelity. Thoughts? Up talk? Up talk? In love, is intensity or permanence more important to you? Uh... Um, in love, I think that permanence is more important to me than intensity. Same, because I got the intensity. I got the intensity. Got it. You need it. We got it. You need it. I got it. I got it. You want it. Like here we go. Permanence. I think that I, and I think that that is even evident in our friend relationships. Yeah. I don't need the most undying, unwavering love and fire from my friends. Because we don't get it. Do sure. But do you know? Like I, I want people who are going to be there for all of it. I don't want you to be like, I got your back. I love you. You need me. I got you. I am there. Some people do, though. Um, Sure. I think that's fine for some people. I want someone who is going to be there for all of it, not just in, like, the most exciting moments. You know? Yeah. I'm just thinking a lot of thoughts. Because there's a lot of... uh, yeah, there's a lot of expectancy. There's a I lot. I like a slow burn. I like a foreplay moment. You know what I mean? It's not all about the climax. I agree. I guess I'm just also not, and maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not excited about the thought of someone then resorting to the idea of, like, 
you know I'm not going anywhere. So then I never get like a burst of like, sure. I'm so happy yes. to be in this. And yeah. like, like I do want the permanence, but I also don't want that permanence to be lame. Like don't just yeah. show up. You I agree know with what that. I mean? Yeah. 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 Don't just show up to the party because you'll always be there because <laughs> don't you ever for a second get to thinking you're irreplaceable. <laughs> there we go. Everything is a song. I love Everything's that. a song. How much do you expect from someone who loves you? A lot. Nothing I, at all. Why do you I, ask I'm me? so lucky and so low maintenance. I don't even... Just I, ignore me the whole time. The biggest part of growing up... Has been managing expectations. Has been managing expectations. Yes. It has been getting over the thought of... Mm-hmm. Has really digging into the thought of... Especially people who are... Your greatest selling point is... I'm emotionally available I'm sensitive which means I'm more open mm-hmm. like we love to be our greatest advocates mm-hmm. and so you mm-hmm. it is even to this day yep. it's so hard for me not to protect that I'm like I know who I am I know I'm so nice and deeply interested in people it is so hard to like let go of that and mm-hmm. sometimes be like yeah but some of you also suck sometimes mm-hmm. like you also like do and have like the great ability to hurt people's feelings and whatever so like I expect a lot, but it's also like, do you give give a lot? I mean, I think that I give a lot also, but I, I think my point, my takeaway from this is like, my love language is unwavering attention, (laughs) uh, constant unwavering attention. But I also know that like, that is not in most people's Rolodex of things they have available. And Mm -hmm. so I think it's managing how much you expect or understanding that people are giving a lot and you may not interpret it that way. Mm-hmm. But if you love someone to like learn what they are or are not giving. I've managed my expectations, I think over the years. And so I would say I am still like in the same breath as far as love languages it still feels nice when people <laughs> feed into my love language. Oh, and yeah. Say, when people feed me. Ah, feed me, first of all. <laughs> first feed me. First things first. You really need to feed me. <laughs> <laughs> you have got to feed me. I would say that's Just true. put that on the my table. My love language is feed me. <laughs> okay. We just got... I. <laughs> what would make you feel betrayed by your mate, indifference, dishonesty, infidelity? A combination of all three, I think. Like, true betrayal is not, like, you hooked up with someone else. You know what I mean? It's like you hooked up with someone else, you lied about it, you don't care that you did it. Like, it's an amalgam. It's not one or the other. It is, like, a true combination of just, like... I think it is disregard for me. Yeah. It would be, like, a, an actual showing of, like, disregard for who I am as a person would be betraying Just, like, me. just keeping a human human, like... Not feeding me. <laughs> The dishonesty doesn't always have to be black and white. Like, it doesn't always have to be I'm lying to your face. Yeah. So many people who yes. are in great relationships, I know their version of what is actually mm-hmm. dishonesty is not telling someone something because they think it's going to protect them. Yeah. So they're being dishonest. They're not being truthful. Right. And that there's so many, I think that can surface financially, emotionally. Like, you are keeping something from your partner and maybe it'll come out later, but, like, right now you're not being completely honest yeah. with your feelings. So I don't even think... I'm. What The point I'm getting at is I want to choose one and, uh, and 
based off our last question, I don't think infidelity, like... No. And then maybe... I want to be prepared that that's a reality out in life, and no. I'm not immune to that. I would hope that it doesn't happen. I think the biggest thing that pisses me off is indifference. Like, yeah. when do you get to the place where, like... If we got to the place where my life, what I whatever I have mm-hmm. to offer, like, you were indifferent to it, that's sad to me. Yeah. Like, it's like, that's really sad yeah and then we shouldn't be together like everything's yeah. indifferent mm-hmm. and you can feel it like you ever watch a couple sit at a table and i'm like mm-hmm. you all don't have anything to talk about nothing like you have like yeah no that would be devastating to me it's almost cringeworthy it's like it's it's this it just feels like we're protecting each other by continuing this relationship but it is a complete indifference yeah. to each other yeah i hate that goodbye Boo. next <laughs> Next question. Feed me. If you knew of a way to use your estate following your death to greatly benefit humanity, would you do it and leave only a minimal amount to your family? My current estate? Yeah, not really? like if, if if honestly, to be fair, if anyone found a way to help humanity with whatever state I'm going to leave behind. By all means. Please do it. Open do you up. know what I mean? Open me up. Take <laughs> it. Available. Take what I got. Because <gasps> the estate. The state of my heart. <laughs> like, I just... I... I'm just broke. I'm just broke. You know what I mean? I, like, I it's don't know. It's just fun know. to say. That's almost like a millennial. I'm broke. I mean, and I... Yeah, I don't know... I think with what I am projecting my future to look like, I would say use what I got. You know what I mean? Use me up. Use me up, buttercup. Use me up, buttercup. And I hope that my family's going to be fine. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like What we're both saying is don't look here. (laughs) What we're both saying is... Keep it moving. Keep it, keep it moving. That's keep it rolling. That's crazy that people can use the word estate in there as it applies to their life. Yeah. Like, what estate? I mean, again... I don't even I, think I've stepped foot on an estate. And, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, kind of. I mean, I think this is a great indication that this, again, this book came out in 1987. So, like, you want to talk to the baby boomers about an estate, like... You got the wrong. You got the you got the wrong boomers, babe. <laughs> like we this follow is our not... hearts, right? And because of that, no estate, <laughs> <laughs> a state of emergency. <laughs> I can't talk that right now. Uh, we um, got in there. Yeah, I think we that's are in a, a state I, of emergency. We are in a state of emergency. Wow. And um, yeah. But we still find about. Yeah, but we, I feel great about it. I don't feel bad about it. Okay, well, thanks for listening. Oh, thanks for tuning in. Again, do you keep? Do you guys want us to keep thanking you, or do you want us to just, like, shut the door? Like, shut if you're already at episode up. four, you are clearly a little interested. Like, you know how people say thank you too much, and it's like, just, just end keep it. going. We yeah, know. okay, great. That's well, what I'm going to do. That being said, Bye. continue to like, comment, subscribe and tell a friend tell a friend send it to somebody spread the good news uh and we obviously didn't get to your questions from last time but that's because you haven't had a chance to ask them yet and if there's anything you want us to answer anything 
you want us to discuss in addition to uh, good old Greg's questions, mm-hmm. we're going to start doing that little segment uh, with episode five. So don't be afraid to get a little juicy. That's get fun. juicy. Feed us. Feed <laughs> us. Goodbye. Goodbye. Wasn't recording the whole time. <laughs>